Welcome to Gapology Radio Podcast with authors Mark Tinas and Brian Brockhoff. We can be reached at gapology.org and our books can be found at amazon.com. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Gapology Radio. This is the podcast where we talk about Gapology, improving your overall leadership, and more. Let's give Mark Tinas a call and see what he's up to. Hey Brian. Hey Mark, how are you today? Good, how are you? I'm doing good. I had a wedding that we shot yesterday, so I'm recovering from that. Sounds exciting. How'd it go? Yeah, it went, it went really well. You know, actually, uh, thinking about this topic today uh, and listening to all the different speeches that people made, the toasts and that type of thing, um, I think this will be a really great topic to talk about. Uh, that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. We had so much positive feedback on our podcast, which we called Framing for Interviews, uh, uh, that we're going to do a- a podcast today called Framing for Presentations, so spoken presentations. It can be it can be applied to written presentations, but we're going to focus on uh, on the speaking side of it. To your point, and it's the more difficult side of it, the more difficult part. How's that sound? Yeah, that sounds perfect. I want to go back to the feedback though around framing for interviews. Th- thank you to everyone who reached out, who sent notes and texts. Um, on our recent our recent uh, podcast called Framing for Interviews, uh, it's very gratifying uh, that so many of you got so much out of it, uh, and that the interviews went so well. So that's a big deal. So, by the way, if you haven't heard our, our podcast on Framing for Interviews, uh, it's it's of significance and it it got some pretty rave reviews. So, so we're going to take that to Framing for Presentation presentations so you could you could really call this creating high impact presentations so think about this what if everyone attending everyone hearing you speak could repeat the central points of your presentation think how successful that would be how successful that would feel that's what framing for presentations is all about so we have done this we have practiced this and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the rules around how to bring it to life. How's that sound? Yeah, let's do it. All right, so take notes uh, if you're uh, not driving a car. Right? <laughs> That's <laughs> good advice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so the first rule, and there's, there's quite a few of them here, so forget the numbers, but the first rule is to limit the central points of your presentation to the critical few. So what if you only had one message that they came away with? Think how powerful that is. It's not like three is more powerful than one if they really know the one. So I would tell you it's got to be three or less, but one is a, is a critical number that will really bring you great engagement, great achievement, great performance from your presentation. So, so think about that. We're, we're preparing a podcast and we're preparing a presentation around the, the theme of we are what we celebrate. We are what we celebrate. So in the context of this podcast, I'm going to use that as the example that I'm going to want you to come away with. We, we are what we celebrate. 
So just just think of that as a as a presentation that I'm delivering. I'm going to use that uh, in in my comments. So the the first point again is to limit limit the number of key points of central points that you're wanting the group to come away with. More is not more. More is less. So in general, limit the content of your presentation. Make it the most significant content. Rank the content, you know, and and only deliver the most the most significant. So any thoughts on that, Brian? No, I love that. I think uh, there's so much power in just delivering one thing, one key message. Yeah, thank you. So here's where the framing comes in. So again, picture me walking out in front of an audience, and maybe they're applauding, maybe they're not. But in either case, I'm the I'm the next speaker. So there I am, and I've stepped to a podium or whatever the forum is. The first thing I'm going to do in framing is I'm going to pause for a long time. Because by pausing before I speak, I get everyone's attention. The anticipation builds. So I'm going to look at the room. I'm going to go from the left to the right, back to the center. I'm going to make eye contact. And I still haven't said a word. So again, that pause is going to create much greater attention around my words. So then I look out again across the audience and I say, we are what we celebrate. And I begin my presentation. So that pause before I speak also comes then after I give that central theme. So once I've said, we are what we celebrate, I, again, I'm going to pause. So what that does is it frames we are what we celebrate. It takes it and it puts it in everyone's mind and it puts a gold ornate frame around it and it puts it on the wall and I'm well on my way in the first five words to fully accomplishing my framing objective. How's that sound, Brian? Oh, I love that. It's very dramatic, I think, uh, opening that way. People aren't used to that. It'll definitely get their attention. Yeah. So then I would I would make the business case around we are what we celebrate. I would give examples around we are what we celebrate. And then I would give an assignment around we are what we celebrate. So the assignment, again, if I'm the leader of, of the group, the assignment, and it could be if you're just you know speaking to a group, but the assignment is really critical because what that does is it brings what you've framed to life. It makes it real. So again, I'm going to make the business case. I'm going to give examples, and then I'm going to give an assignment. And framing that is, is, is very real and it's alive and well. And everyone walking out of the presentation is going to say, if they were asked, what, what was the presentation about? They would say, uh, we are what we celebrate. They would know it. They would believe it. They would be part of it. It changes everything. Thoughts, Brian? Oh, I love that market. And it, 
ties back to something that you spoke about on an earlier podcast around um, when you're delivering a message, you need to deliver it, you know, what they need to know, why it matters, and what they need to do. Exactly. So it it ties to that directly, and it just creates this high-impact version of that. So if you're writing, think of framing simply as applying the same rule in terms of a limit to the number of central points, ideally one, maybe two, three on the maximum end. But picture that simply separated uh, in written form, a different font, a a larger font, a bold font, etc. And you literally frame, physically frame on the page uh, your, your central point. Most speakers don't do that effectively when they speak. And uh, to Brian's point, we believe and have tested out uh, our methodology of delivering presentations to be, you know, tell them what they need to know, tell them why it matters, and then uh, tell them what they need to do. The, the framing that I just flowed through with you achieves that, you know, same objective in, just in a more dramatic fashion. I talked about walking out on the stage and pausing and then delivering, we are what we celebrate, and then pausing again, and that being my opening. I'm going to do that same thing as as my closing. So I'm going to begin and I'm going to end with that. And again, that is going to seal in the minds of the audience that key point, that central point. And uh, th- that, again, is, is critical. Um, I, I will come to it in the middle. I will use it throughout as I explain the why and give the examples. I will, uh, in many cases, in a presentation, ask the audience to write it down. And if they're doing so, I'll pause during that time. Uh, so it does get repeated many times. But again, at the end of the presentation or towards the end of the presentation, I'm going to give an assignment. So as it relates to we are what we celebrate, an example of that would be that I'm going to ask the group that during the week that we're in, that I want them to celebrate with their team what they believe in and what we're all about. And I'm going to give them a specific assignment, which again, brings my central theme of we are what we celebrate to life in their world, to life in, in their team, and it makes it real for them. So we would have gone, if you think about it, we would have gone from them potentially having never heard we are what we celebrate to within one week that being part of a set of tools that they have to create culture within their environment. It can be absolutely life-changing all because of the framing concept that brings that, brings that to life. Uh, Brian, what are your thoughts? Well, I love that, you know, starting it and ending it with the same message. I think people, they tend to kind of put things in buckets and that opening statement is, is so important because it really captures their attention, gets them to pay attention. Um, but then the closing, that really is that call to action. 
And using that same speech at, at the end, that same sentence at the end, I think um, really will hit it home. Yeah, so that is framing for presentations. Um, we believe that it can take the central point or central points that you have to communicate and put them again in a golden ornate frame and hang them on the wall. We believe you could achieve something most presenters don't achieve, and that is 100% comprehension of your key points. And when you do that, you, you are incredibly effective. And the statistics on what people retain out of a presentation are frightening. Uh, They're in the the 20% range. Mm -hmm. uh, And we're talking about changing that to 100% potentially with uh, with great framing. So that's what I have. Any closing comments, Brian? Uh, You know, as you're saying that, I was thinking, you know, if it's if it's not the most important thing, put it in an email. Put it in a memo. Send it out that way. Keep the most important things to your presentation. That's what people are going to remember and remember you by. Oh, that's a great point. I mean, if you're going to do a presentation, let's make it a great one. Let's make it high impact. And in order to do that, we need to lessen the content. One of the biggest mistakes presenters make is they interject too much content. They actually think, oh, my God, I've got 15 minutes. I'll never get, I'll never have enough content to fill the 15 minutes and they end up going 25 minutes. That's not what it's about. Uh, less is better. Less is more. And it, it makes it higher impact. So, yep. All right. Thanks, Brian. Thanks everybody. Thanks so much, Mark. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. That'll do it from here. Head on over to our website, gapology.org for more information. Everyone have a fantastic week. We'll talk to you soon. This has been a Gapology production. Visit us at gapology.org.